This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Someone say, Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I want you to shout it out loud. Say, I am victorious at all times. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If you believe that, shout a loud amen. amen. All right, so we're going to be reading from Job 32, verse 8. Job 32 and verse 8. Job 32 and verse 8. It says, can we read together? It says, but there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Let's take it again. But there is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. Please, you may be seated. God bless you. The longer passage I would like us to read, but it's so long that I would like us to sit. Of course, I bring you greetings from our pastor, Pastor Shola, who is present with us in spirit and in the flesh. Because the Bible says, as he has been teaching us some weeks ago, that for this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and they both shall be one flesh. And so, you see, Pastor Abigail is here this morning, and so Pastor Shola is here in the flesh. Amen? Amen. I want to thank them for this, um, for every responsibility and every opportunity to serve with them, including this responsibility, not by any means being the least. Thank you, sir. Thank you, ma'am. Hallelujah. Say it again, say there's a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. Tell your neighbor, that's Job 32.8. Okay, say it to your neighbor without, please, can you take it off the screen? Let's see if you are following. All right, so turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I love you so much. I want to preach to you. Say, the Bible says, in Job 32.8, that, all right. Oh, won't you clap for yourselves this morning? <laughs> All right, so the second place that I want us to read is 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 6 to 16. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 6 to 16 is just elaborating that one verse in the Old Testament. And that's what the epistles are really. They are a commentary upon the prophets and the law and the gospels. And so we start by saying, it says, how be it, uh, we can read together, it says, how be it, we speak wisdom among them that are mature, perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, I can't hear you, nor of the princes of this world that are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Not, none of the princes of this world knew, knew it. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. Can we read louder? But God had revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Verse 12. 
now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Verse 13, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Verse 14, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. And the last verse, verse 16, known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Awesome, awesome, awesome scripture. It says that we have received the wisdom, we have received the spirit of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. It says it's talking about the hidden wisdom which none of the princes of this world knew. Hallelujah. It says it's not the wisdom of this world or of the rulers of this world. It says that the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. So it's talking about the wisdom of God. It's talking about a particular kind of understanding. It's talking about a particular kind of knowledge that the princes, the rulers of this world have no idea about. It's talking about the hidden wisdom. Hallelujah. That has, been, that has been hidden, what eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. And that's what uh, this young man in, in Job 32 verse 8 is saying. He's saying that there's a spiritual wisdom, there's a spirit in man, there's a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. There's a spirit in man, that's number one. Number two, the inspiration of the Almighty is talking about the Holy Ghost. We have received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us. That's number two, the inspiration of the Almighty. Number three is understanding. And I, I want us to kind of like go from back to front. We're going to talk about understanding first. Then we're going to talk about the Spirit of God or the inspiration of the Almighty. And then we'll, we'll, we'll end by talking about the Spirit that is in man. Hallelujah. Amen. So understanding. Understanding is an English word. Uh, it is made up of two subwords or two parts, under and standing. Understanding. Hallelujah. There's another word in English that has the same parts, right, but kind of means something else. But I'm telling you today that those two words are related, and that word is substance, understanding, substance, under, sub, standing, stands. The, the, same, uh, the two words are made up of the same parts the, because the understanding of a man is the substance of his life. Hallelujah. Is the substratum, is the foundation, is the thing that you cannot see that holds up the thing that you can see, is the back end, is what is invisible but gives substance to the man's life. When you hear a name like Einstein, Albert Einstein, he had understanding of physical laws, he understood quantum physics, atomic theory things like that. And his understanding of physical laws gave him substance. That's why his name is so weighty. Him, of a man like, you know, John G. Lake or Kenneth Hagin or Apostle Ayobabalola, right? He had understanding of spiritual laws. And that gave substance to their names, gave weight to their names. Hallelujah. Because the understanding of a, man's, of, a, of, a, of a man is the substance, is the substratum of his life. That's why when you read in Acts chapter 3, uh, the Bible says that Peter and John were going, right, to the 
the temple to pray at the hour of prayer, and there was a man that was laying there, and the Bible says that they asked an arms, King James Version, they asked an arms, that's Acts chapter 3, from verse 3 and 4. We can project it. Hallelujah. And they asked an arms, and Peter said to, uh, you know, Peter said to the layman, he said, look on us. That's verse 4. He says, look on us. And the Bible says that the, 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 the man looked upon them expecting to receive something from them. All right? To receive something. Okay? And Peter said, silver and gold have I known. Silver is a substance. Gold is a substance. When you see someone that is rich in silver and gold, you call them men of substance. So what Peter was doing, uh, was saying was, I'm going to compare the sub substance that you can appreciate as substance to something else. I don't have silver and gold, but such as I have, I give unto you. And he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. So there's something that Peter gave him, and Peter compared that thing to silver and gold. And what did Peter give him? What did Peter give this get this thing that he had. He said, I don't have silver. I don't have the dollars. I don't have the euro right now, but I've got something. There's something I have. And he compared it to silver and gold. Where did Peter get it from? First John chapter 5 verse 20. He says, and we know, let's project it. I would like us to see it. First John chapter 5 verse 20. First John 5 20. Can we read together the first line? It says what? And we know that the son of God is come and has given us what? What? What did he give us? He gave an understanding. That's what Peter got. Peter got an understanding. The Son of God has come and given us an understanding. That understanding became the substance of Peter's life. Hallelujah. It became the thing that he had, that he knew he had, that he could say to someone, I may not have what you're talking about, what, what you're asking for, because the lemma was asking for money. But such as I have, that's what the apostles had. You know, that's what uh, uh, Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians 15. I did, verse 3. I delivered unto you that which I also received. How that Christ died according to the scriptures. Hallelujah. The understanding of a person is the substance of their life. It's what gives force to their life. Hallelujah. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Amen. So the difference between one man and the other is their understanding, is their perspective, is their thinking, is their thought. Hallelujah. And there's a kind of understanding that does not come from education. It does not come from information. It does not come from man. It does not come from certification. Hallelujah. It does not come from reading, from, from business sense, from rolling with the big dogs. I'm not talking about uh, as wonderful as it is, a billion dollar idea, you know, an idea that rules the world. Those things are fantastic, but the Bible says where we read in 2 Corinthians chapter, chapter, chapter 2 verse 6, it calls it the hidden wisdom which the princes of this world did not know. So you can be a prince and not have this understanding. You can be a king and not have this understanding. You can be a CEO, a star, a business mogul, a, a, a celebrity, whatever it is, and not have this understanding. Because it does not come from men, it comes from God. There is a spirit in man, and it's the inspiration of the Almighty that gives this kind of substance. Are we together? Praise God. Solomon was very wise. The Bible says in 1 Kings 4, verse 29, that God gave Solomon a kind of wisdom and largeness of heart, and his wisdom excelled 
all the wisdom of the men of the East and all the wisdom of Egypt. And, and what did he do? The Bible says he had 3,000 proverbs and 1,005 songs. And he spoke of animals. He spoke of trees. He spoke of, you know, fish, fishes and, and creeping things and so on and so forth. He had a kind of wisdom. That means he was a poet. He was a scientist. He was a philosopher. He was all kinds of things. But Solomon did not have this kind of understanding I'm talking about. Because when Jesus Christ came in Matthew 12, 42, he said, greater than Solomon is here. So you can be great. You can have wisdom. You can do wonderful things upon the face of the earth. But we're not talking about that kind of wisdom. Because the Bible says that the rulers of this age did not know it. It says all those things are coming to naught. That's what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 24 verse 3. That by wisdom a house is built. But by understanding it is established. Understanding is what gives establishment. You can build stuff. You can be great. You can be wonderful. You can do stuff upon the face of the earth. Your name can go far and wide. Hallelujah. But if you are going to have substance that will matter eternally, you've got to have this understanding I'm talking about. So Jesus Christ said, amen, that a, a, a person who hears my words and does them is like a man that built his house on a rock. But he that hears my words and does not do them is like a man that built his house on the sand. Both people built their houses. Wonderful mansions, eh, 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 you know, sprawling stuff, story buildings and so on and so forth. But one had foundation and one did not have foundation. To build is to cause something to go up. Is to do something, you know, that is great. Is to combine materials and to raise a structure up. But understanding establishes you. It gives you depth and permanence. It makes your works to endure. That's why, you know, as wise as Solomon was, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't, we have more people who are called David today than Solomon. In fact, there are so many Davids in this house. In fact, this is the household of David. You will not see many households of Solomon. As wise as Solomon was, he did not have this understanding. When you read Ecclesiastes, he, said, he kept saying that there's nothing new under the sun. I have, I have, the guy was so wise, he married 700 wives and had 300 concubines. He tasted every wine. He ate every food. He was looking for something. He didn't, he didn't find it. But David sat down one day and said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was saying the things that Jesus would say. David said that the Lord said to my Lord, sit down at my right hand until, until I make thine enemies a footstool for thy feet. He pressed into something called understanding. David said, you can take anything away from me, but don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. David had and he treasured the Holy Ghost. He pressed into spiritual things. The Bible says that when he was dying, he said, you will not suffer your Holy One to see corruption. He was speaking about Jesus Christ. He, he laid hold on eternal life. Praise God. Are we still together? Hmm. Some people are looking at me, they're wondering, okay. So when John says that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding, it's talking about the Spirit of God. Is talking about the Holy Ghost. Because in 1 John chapter 2, verse 20, the Bible says that you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Someone said there's another dimension. There's another dimension of understanding 
that is different from the understanding you have in the world out there. It is found in the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that, that we, speak a, we, we speak wisdom, but it's not the wisdom of this world, nor of the rulers of this world. That wisdom can only be found in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not there just to you know, give you some unintelligible language called tongues and prophecy and goose pimples and make you fall under the anointing. No, he wants to unveil some things to you. He wants to reveal some things to you. He wants to show forth some things to you, some things that have been prepared for you by God. He wants to take you to God and show you the face, the presence of God. That's what the Holy Ghost is there for. He wants to show you things you cannot see. That your girlfriend cannot see, your boyfriend cannot see, your husband cannot see, your boss cannot see, your best friend does not know anything about. But the Holy Ghost knows about it. He knows it. And it's for you. It's for you. God has made those things for you. That is where your establishment is. That's where your life is. That's where your future is. He's the divine intelligence of God. He's the, he's the you know, Pastor Joshua likes referring to him as the master strategist. He knows the present, the past, and the future. He knows if something is going to be good for you five years from now, 20 years from now, 150 years from now, when you are dead and gone and all of that, and they refer to you, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, the Holy Ghost knows all those things. He searches. He searches the deep things of God. The Bible says he searches all things, even the deep things of God. He's trying to lead you. He's trying to direct you. He's trying to bring you into another dimension. He's trying to bring you out of where you are into a deeper dimension where you begin to understand certain things that men don't understand. That eyes have not seen, that ears have not heard. He takes your requests and, 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 and the things you're asking God for. You're praying that, Lord, Lord, this and all that. The Holy Ghost is there just searching, just searching. And he takes those requests and he takes them to God. And he's, and he's comparing them with the deep things of God. The things of God that are for you. The things that are freely given to you. Hallelujah. You know, you need to know the things that are freely given to you so that you don't waste your time chasing something that is not yours. Pastor says that if you don't see the sign of favor or anything, you let it go. Because there are certain things that are yours. They belong to you. And if they are yours, it does not matter whose hand is holding them. They have to release them to you. He's searching, he's searching, he's searching. And you're praying, it does not matter what you're praying. If you, have go if you are going to deal with God, the Holy Spirit will come into the situation and bring you into the understanding of God. So you can be praying, all kinds of prayers. Lord, kill, 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 kill let my mother-in-law die. The Holy Spirit is searching, da, 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 not found. Lord, destroy, destroy the way my boss has been treating me. Lord, deal with him, deal with him. Finish him, finish him. De, 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 de. Not found. God, I take Coyote as my husband. De, 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 de. Not found. And you are angry. You are, you are upset. You're like, you know, Father, is it, is it Coyote or is it Wale? And de, 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 de. Not, not found. It is not the will of God for you. It's not your specification. It's not your purpose. It's not for your good. It does not pertain to you. It has not been freely given to you. We spend our lives, you know, doing all kinds of things, listening to all kinds of voices. You know, something has, has not even happened. Something has just happened to you. Your, 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 your sister knows about it. Your, your husband's sister knows about it. Your prophet knows about it. Your friend knows about it. Your best friend. Everybody's talking into your life. Everybody's praying for you. Everybody's telling you what to do. 
everybody's counseling you. Sometimes when your best friend counsels you, you need to say, get thee behind me, Satan. For you don't know the things of God, you know the things of men. You are talking outside of the purpose and outside of the counsel of God for me. That's not what the Spirit of God is saying to the churches. That's not my specification. That's not the understanding, the substance of my life. That's something else. That's another voice. Some of us have too many voices in our lives. We are so, you know, we are so cluttered by all kinds of things that we cannot hear the voice of God. If you notice when the Bible says that Elijah, Elijah prayed for rain, the Bible says he put his head in between his two legs. It, it kind of signifies shutting out outside voices so you can hear the inner voice, the still small voice, the Holy Ghost, the understanding. He's telling you something. He wants to let you understand you have a supernatural inheritance. Hallelujah. And so when you begin to ask God for things in the purpose, the Bible says that, that we know that if we pray according to his will, he hears us. And you say, Father, I need five million for this project. And the Spirit of God says, and he comes out and says, unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above, or you can ask a thing, take 20 million. You say, Father, everybody in this office is against me. You know, they just don't like me. Everybody in my family is against me, you know. In fact, I feel like relocating and just says, no, don't relocate. Stay in the land and you'll be fruitful in the land. The divine intelligence, the understanding that will separate you, that will cause you to walk with God, hallelujah, and to become fruitful, and to become something that will make men to wonder, it comes from the Spirit of God. Are we still together? Hmm. Someone say understanding. That proceeds. From the Spirit of God. Someone say wisdom. Hidden wisdom. Divine wisdom. The Spirit of God wants to show you things. Your boss cannot see. Your best friend cannot see. Your husband cannot see. They don't know you. They don't know you. God knows you. He knows your name. He knows your things. He knows your people. He knows your specifications. He knows what will make your life enjoyable. God knows you. And he wants you to be still. Pastor Maureen was talking with us on Wednesday. And she was talking about a place in the Bible that says study to be quiet. Some people just, you know, just say, no, I'm not a quiet person. You know, before, before, you, before, you know, something just happened to them. They just got a new job. They just got pregnant. You know, they just, something just lost someone and all that. And before you know it, 64 people have heard. This person has heard, this person has heard, this person has heard. They said, you don't understand me. I'm just a, Bible says study to be quiet and to mind your own business. I'm not a quiet person. Bible says study to be quiet. You learn it. You see, in the name of just, I shut my mouth. You sit down there. And say, Holy Spirit, what should I do next? Because when God, when God begins to speak to you, it, it, it will not make sense. It will defy your senses. There's no sense in, in walking around a city seven times. And on the seventh day, you know, walking around seven times and blowing a trumpet so, it's, so the walls will come down. It doesn't make sense. There's no sense taking five loaves and, and, and two fish and walking towards 5,000 men plus women and children to feed them. The disciples looked very stupid that day because they broke the bread. Five loaves and two. Have you ever gone to a meeting of 5,000 people before? Imagine, 
And that's just the men. They were like 20 something thousand. And Jesus Christ gave you five loaves and two fish. Five. And they broke it and put it inside baskets. Because the Bible says Jesus Christ broke the bread and gave it to his disciples to go. So Jesus Christ said, Master, if you are confident of this thing, why don't you go and share it yourself now? It was the disciples that went and they were going towards the men. With the, 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 the basket has swallowed up the bread. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to, 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 to take your last meal that you and your son are going to eat and die. And, make, and, and instead of eat, and you, you make a meal for, for, for the man of God. When God begins to tell you things to do, it will defy your senses. And that's why you don't talk to everybody. Because when you talk to people, they, they, they will think you're crazy. They'll call you gullible, sheeple. You know, crazy. You are, you are mental. You've lost your mind. And it's not their fault. It doesn't make sense. It's not the wisdom of this world. You don't spend time trying to convince them, trying to change that. You say, mommy, you don't understand, and all that. It's not for them. The Bible says the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. They are foolishness unto him. He cannot know them. But God has revealed them to us by his Spirit. It's a deep kind of understanding. And they start fighting you. They start talking about you. You know, they say, can you imagine, you know, blah, 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 blah. She thinks that she's too good for everybody. And, you know, Tade came. And she said, she said no to him. And, you know, and she knows she's now 30. You know, she, I, don't, I don't know whether she wants to marry Jesus. They can talk about you, but it doesn't matter what they say. It makes no difference. Bible says that he that is spiritual is, you know, Bible says he judges all things, but he, he himself is judged of no man. They can't judge you. They can't stop you. They can't talk about you, but it, 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 it won't change anything. Hallelujah. You don't get into the flesh and start fighting them too. And say, no, 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 you don't understand. And get offended and so on and so forth. No, you stay in the spirit and judge all things. You stay in the spirit and say, Holy Ghost, ah, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that say of my soul. But thou, O God, art a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. What are you saying about this matter? And the Holy Ghost says, and he tells, and he tells you, what they meant for evil, I have turned around for good. You won't bend. You won't, you, know, you won't fall. You won't spend the money with them in the office. You won't do the stuff. You won't go to the clubs with them. And they want to get rid of you. And they want to chase you out of the job. You, know, and you don't get into the flesh. The Bible says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. You get in the word. And you get in the spirit. And you begin to pray and say, Holy Ghost. What's going on here? And the Holy Spirit searches dead, 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 and tells you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue rising up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. That's the divine intelligence. That's the divine understanding. That's the divine wisdom. That's the divine verdict. That's the substance. It will give substance, foundation to your life. And when everybody else is falling, you will stand. Are we together? So you don't waste time arguing with them. You don't waste time, you know, waste your energy trying to fight people that don't understand. You know, that, you know, that are having a wonderful time mocking you and, and, and saying all kinds of things about you because you're walking with the Spirit of God. They are preaching on the realm of, of, of the senses. You are preaching in the realm of the Spirit. They can't understand you. They can't judge you. They can't stop you. 
They can't cause what God has blessed. You stay with the word of God. You stay with the spirit of God. You judge the matter. You can judge a matter. You can step into a matter and judge the matter and say this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God. You can judge a matter and say in the next three months, I will be head in this place and not the tail. If you stay in the spirit, you can judge an understanding, a credible secret information, a different set of data will come into your spirit man. And when you speak, you will speak of things you have seen and heard, things you have handled. You will speak as a prophet. I told them once in, in the membership class that, that there was a girl like this in, a, in, a, in the fellowship that went on campus and she was listening to a message like this and so on and so forth. And her father was such a terrible fellow at home. You know, he didn't believe in God. He didn't want anybody to serve God. Nobody was going to church and so on and so forth. You know, just, just told them to sit down at home and, you know, uh, I don't want to see anybody reading Bible, read your books and so on and so forth. And the mother was the only one going to church and, so, and all that. And she was in service and she heard a message like this. And, the, and the, the Spirit of God rose up on the inside of her. And she was going on holidays and she went home and she could not even wait to sleep. She was tapping her feet in the night because she knew what the Spirit was saying. And in the morning, she walked up to her parents' bedroom and she woke up her father and said, Daddy, wake up. It's time for morning devotion. Mommy, wake up. It's time for morning devotion. And she woke up all her siblings and said, Come to the sitting room. And said, Today we're going to be reading from Ezekiel chapter 3. And she opened the Bible and, she, and the father was looking at her like this. And she said, From today we're going to be serving God in this house. She was like the last born in the family. There is a spirit in man, and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. All those men of faith who have done great things, all right, they are not special men. They just, they, they just put something to work. They just began to walk with the Spirit of God. They began to walk with the Spirit of God. Everybody here has it. You may not be using it, but you have it. If you're born again, you have a spirit. There's a spirit in you. Your spirit is alive. The Bible says that you were born again, right? Not of the will of man. John chapter 1 verse 12. As many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. Which were born, not of the will of the flesh, not of the will of man, right? But they were born of God. And the Bible says that which is born of flesh is flesh. That which is born of spirit. Spirit is spirit. You were born spiritual. You have a spirit on the inside of you. You may not be using it. You may not be using it. The fellow who has, if I bring out a, a fellow like myself now, who's looking, you know, you know, has one pack, you know, and is looking flabby and I'm not fit. I may look fit, but I'm not fit. If I run from here to that gate and run back now, I'll be panting. Seriously. And you bring a person that is a body, a person that is well built up and all that, you may think that he has more muscles than me. He doesn't have more muscles than me. I have the exact same component of muscles that he has. He has a deltoid. I have a deltoid. All the I can't remember the number of muscles in the body right now. But mine is just not built up. Have you ever been in a room before and 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 you you you, you just felt funny? And you just got up and just said, I I I don't know what's going on here. I, I, nobody told you anything, but I'm leaving. Has it ever happened to you before? That's spiritual. Have you ever looked at your, your child before, you know, and you just felt that there's something wrong with this girl? And she didn't tell you anything. And she's laughing, she's dancing, she's eating and all that. And she says, what's wrong with you? And you say, mommy, no, nothing happened and all that. It may, it may even be something that is going to happen in two days' time. But you just knew and you began to pray because she might not even know what, what's going on. And you began to pray and began to pray. That's spiritual. Have you ever met a, a person before and you just know this is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with? You met him for the first time. Never met him before. You just know this is the guy. It's not because he's fine. It's not because he's cute. It's not because he's anointed. It's not because he's rich. 
I don't, if you don't have that deep down feeling in your spirit, then don't do it. Because someone can be rich and crazy. Fine. I'm very stupid. Anointed. And raunchy. And full of all kinds of addictions. Someone can be cute and, 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 and possessed. And you have a town wedding. A city wedding. And then you become the talk of the town. When he starts punching you and beating you. Because you could not discern. Have you ever told God before? That Lord, I want you to wake me up in the night. I want to pray. I have an exam to read for. Lord, wake me up at one o'clock. And as, honestly speaking, you, you woke up in the night. And normally when you wake up in the night, you know you are, you, you know you are just so, normally, you're just so tired. You know, you just, you just, walk, to, you just walk to the restroom. And you walk back to your bed and fall. But this time around, when you said that, when, when you woke up, it was as if, as if someone tapped you. You were wide awake. Has it happened to you before? What do you think that is? That's the spirit of God. You've got to walk it. You've got, to, you've got to begin to put that to use. That's where the substance of your life is. Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 14, it talks about those who by reason of use have their senses, their spiritual senses exercised to discern between good and evil. That word exercise is the word we get gymnasium from. It means you take your senses to the, to the gym and you walk it out. You cause it to become strengthened. You begin to hear what God is saying. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, everybody says, yes, yes, this is what I'm doing. You just say, no, no, that's not, I'm not doing that. And they say, why? There's a spirit in man. Praise God. Someone say, I'm on another dimension. I operate by a different set of rules. I'm exposed to the hidden wisdom. The spirit of God lives in me. He dwells in me. And as you begin to focus on God, the things of the Spirit begin to take shape before your eyes. And as Pastor began to tell us some time ago, he says that that, that which, was from the, which we have seen, you begin to see what God is showing you. You begin to hear what God is saying to you. You begin to look upon, you begin to handle, you begin to prophesy, you begin to speak with tongues, you begin to heal the sick. These are the things that have been given to you. You begin to shut the mouth of lions. You begin to turn to fly the armies of aliens. You say word and nations are bound by your word. This is your birthright. Hallelujah. It is what has been given to you by birth. It's your inheritance. It's a supernatural. It belongs to you. This is why Jesus came. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up your right hand this morning and just begin to speak, pray in the language of the Holy Ghost as the Spirit of God gives you utterance. Oh, thank you, Father. Blessed be your holy name. The Bible says that this, 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 this is the hidden wisdom which was ordained before the world for your glory. It was ordained for your glory. Ordained for your glory. That's where your shining is. That's where your light is. That's where the power of your life is. That's where the substance, the foundation of your life is. If you're going far, you need to begin to walk with the Holy Ghost. You, be begin to, you need to begin to walk with the Spirit of God. You, you need to begin to tell God, Father, what are you saying in my life right now? What are you saying to me? What is my purpose? What are the things that are freely given to me? What are the things that you have provided for me? What are the things that you have given to me in Christ Jesus? What are those good things? I want to know them. I want to see them. I want to walk in them. I want to rise I want to grow in them. I want to live in them. I want to live before your presence. I want you to pray out loud in the language of the Holy Ghost. Just begin to pray under your breath and just begin to thank God for the Holy Ghost. Say, Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Blessed be your holy name. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Well, that's the word of God for today. God bless you. All right. Thank you for listening to the teaching. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.